0: Welcome to episode 87 of The Endless Stream. I'm Aiden, and as usual, I'm joined by Brian and Kevin. We are three artists, illustrators, filmmakers, and all-around shit-talkers. And each week, we take some of The Endless Stream of content brought to you through Netflix, Hulu, Disney+, Spotify, Amazon, YouTube. Wherever you get your content, we take a chunk of it, we watch it, and we talk about it. This week, we are talking about Neil Brennan's blocks. We're talking about Jonah Hill's movie Stutz. We're talking about... The West Wing a little bit. We're talking about a wide range of chaotic nonsense. We're talking about the video game Returnal. We're talking about God of War. We're talking about the difference between a heart and spirit based improv and an intellectually driven improv. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to the podcast. Head over to iTunes, rate review, like, subscribe. Go over to Spotify, do the same things. All of the things that you can do to support podcasts really help us out. Please tell a friend about the Endless stream. On top of that, you can head to Instagram at the Endless Cast, where we put up art to go with each and every episode. Instagram is a great Instagram is a great place to engage with us. You can send us a comment, you can send us a direct message, you can suggest something for us to watch or talk about, or you can disagree with something we've said. Or alternatively, you can send us an email at theendlesscast at gmail.com. All of that being said, let's get into the episode.
1: Keep your business clean. Speaking of unholy, how are you, Eden?
0: Um, it is a bright and shiny Saturday morning and I'm up and at them with a cup of coffee I'm live and in living color um I was out last night and I um uh, in, in the words of uh, that guy from that show mash i uh, I imbibed uh oh I it, it's one of these days where I wish we were doing this a little later but I'm okay I'm okay I got my coffee Fair, fair. um, I was trying to remember if it was Elliot Gould or Donald Sutherland that asked that question. Do you imbibe, sir?
1: Were they they referring to the reefer?
0: No. They were referring to the gin they were making in their still in their tent in Korea. Have you seen MASH? Yeah, I've seen some of it. Have you seen the movie?
1: I wouldn't say so. I saw uh, Operation Dumbo Drop.
0: Equally good movie. Ray Liotta? Danny Glover? Not Donald Glover.
1: Danny uh, and um, what they call him. I also saw the other one with Paulie Shore the army movie where they have the water where they're on the water detail
0: what's that called? because um, I, I used to get that mixed up with Meatballs isn't Meatballs the one with Bill Murray where they join the army? is the Pauly Shore one in the army now?
1: Uh, Paulie Shore could be in the army now Um, I don't know the other one you're talking about they're the only uh, they're the only yeah in the army now and uh, um Operation Dumbo Drop are the only two army movies I've ever seen.
0: Really? Yeah. Um, did you ever watch? I'm trying to think of. Did you ever see Gosford Park? Nope. Uh, I saw Kelly's
1: Heroes once. Uh, it was on during the day, but uh, there was an exposed breast and nipple in it, and I was very shocked. Uh. I don't know what to eat. It was on like 2 o'clock in the day. Did you ever see The Player? No, it's not an army movie. I've only told you, I've seen two army movies. No,
0: no, no, it's not army movies. I'm I'm looking at like Robert Altman. Because, um, like, you might have seen MASH as a TV series. Because it ran for like 11 seasons or something at that point. Is it 11? I remember somebody saying that the TV series ran longer than the Korean War. um, But it's based on a an Altman movie. And Altman's movies are... Um singular. Like they're, they're you can tell it's a Robert Altman movie. He's got a lovely way of using sound. That being said, he um he made that Popeye movie with Robin Williams as well. Which is great. Yeah. Well, so you've seen that, yeah? Yeah.
1: I'm sure I've seen it. Before it's time, I think.
0: I got right off track. I think the question was, How are you, Aiden? I'm okay. Yes. You're Um I spent the week trying to wrangle humans. Um That's always tough. Which are we're talking about going to Edinburgh next year, like trying to like yes. put on a show over there. Um, so to my mind, the first step in that is like you can't book a venue at this point and you can't register as being part of the festival, but you can book accommodation. So I was trying to get everybody on the same page as that. So we ended up getting somewhere booked. Oh. So that's good. But then I woke up this morning and saw that the tickets for a thing we were going to go to in December... Are apparently sold out. And I'm like, oh no. Do I do I start trying to wrangle them to make this happen now? Like, how much is how much of any of this is my responsibility to make happen? Because the last week and a half was trying to find a new venue for the show on November twenty fifth, because um, there was a, a miscommunication and a double booking, and we were forced to find a new spot to go to, um, and that was. There's been a lot of, like, wrangling in the last week and a half, and it's been a, a, a constant anxiety in the back of my head. Yeah, awful. Um, and I kind of was like, oh, I've actually cleared all the things up. And then I saw this, like, tickets are sold out for this thing we were going to go to. I'm like, how do I how do I solve that problem? Why do I need to problem solve, Kevin? Um, Should I because, shut up? because
1: you take on too much responsibility. You, you deem people generally useless, on, 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 uh, and you're the only person capable. Ba, 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 would you agree
0: I deem other people useless is a bit harsh incapable but I know how I want things <laughs> yes and the way I can ensure that I get those things that way well you see you're, to, you have a, to do them myself.
1: yourself yes you have a good attention to detail uh, and things like that which um, also kind of like you know go don't go in your favor do you know what I mean if basically, if you yes. do a job right once, people will just be like, "He's the guy. That's the person.
0: I guess still on still on the comedy front, we're we're booked for uh, november twenty fifth in Bar Ella on Bagot Street. We've got a great line up there, and I'm really looking forward to it now. And we also have our Christmas show booked for the sixteenth. So I've got a lot of booking done. And we booked for staying in Edinburgh. And I got a last minute text message. I say last minute. The middle of the afternoon I got a message from somebody running a comedy club in Dublin and was like, We've had a dropout. Can you do you want to do the set? I'm like, Yes, please. Um, so um the glass half full is when somebody needed me. Always. when somebody needed a comic they could rely on, yeah, they called me and I'm like, But I
1: think that's awesome. But I think that's phenomenal, like you started like earlier this year. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Can't really complain yeah. about that. You can't be the go to guy
0: I uh, no, you know. No, I mean? I'm, like, not, but, I'm not. I'm compl- not. I'm literally not complaining yeah. about it because I I know that I don't want to sound like that at all. Um, no, I just just and somebody I know recently came second in two
1: competitions and we're really pissed
0: off about it. And it's just like just
1: no. just be happy you came second.
0: I was I was only telling somebody because I was trying to write. I want to be vague about this. Um, I was trying to present people in the best light. We had to write bios, mm-hmm. and somebody had second place in a thing. And they were like, I don't even know that I'd mention that. I'm like, why would you not mention that? Oh, I didn't win. It's like, you you don't think that's an achievement. This is a, a prestigious thing that, first of all, there's hundreds of thousands of people that claim they do what you do. Thousands of those people entered this thing. It got whittled down and shortlisted down to a place where you were on that list. You 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 hit the fucking one percent of people that do what you do. Well, how is it bad to come second? You know, mm-hmm. you were. Do you think he's destroying Twitter on purpose? Uh, I've seen a couple of people say that. Well, yeah,
1: maybe. Like I think social media is, I think there's, I think it's social, whatever social media is now, and our concept of it. I think it's on a, I think it's slowly fading. I I think it will, social media will always be there, but the powerhouse that it was is not is not. It's not always going to be that way, and I think the fact that, like, if you go on TikTok, everybody has thousands of followers. Everybody, mm. everybody—it's just—it's oversaturation now. Like your average person on TikTok, I say, about twenty thousand followers. I've I've got
0: ten. I don't use TikTok. Do you want to just double check your uh, mic? There, you sound a bit funny.
2: Irena, no,
1: I don't. No, fuck off. I love your buddy.
0: He he's he is right. Okay. He uh, sounds great. He sounds great. He right,
2: sound As a sound, as a sound. Cool. Thank you very. Yeah, much. Yeah, no, I checked it all before I set up. It should be good. I almost spilled tea. I kind of did spill tea on my laptop. Um, oh, no, so Brian. we'll see what happens. <laughs>
1: Yikes. Well, to be oh. fair, Aiden has oh. podcast insurance, so anything that happens during the podcast is actually he, he he can he can fix it for you oh brilliant
2: yeah superb thank you um my laptop was fucked and it was 10 grand so if you could sort that out
0: was was your was your laptop please 10 grand? <clears throat> no it's <throat> not
2: <laughs> brian's laptop it was 10 grand. Grand. Yeah, 10 grand it was he, 10 grand my laptop was was 10 you'd be able to holographically project himself into our apartments, dollars
1: our homes respectively brian did you see uh black adam Nah,
0: nah. I saw it. Do tell. Yeah,
1: let's jump in. There. Um,
0: how did you feel going into it, or your expectations?
1: I thought it'd be a bit more fun, I guess. I don't know. It's not. It's not really great at all, to be honest. It's really.
0: So when you say fun, are you saying movie. that in comparison to, uh, like, to Shazam, which had this sort of lively, friendly?
1: Shazam. Yeah, I thought. Like, obviously, I don't know. And I think the fact that they're trying to make him. They could have just made him a hero, like Black Adam. Like, they could have like basically, it's 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 really clunky how they kind of tried to make him a hero, basically in it, you know. But um, like, they didn't need to be that clunky. There are some really weird choices they made, I think, story wise, um, and who the character's origin was and stuff like that. Um, the, the the one of my biggest gripes with it is Adam Smasher.
0: Right. Um, well, well, what's the origin that they went with? Let's get to atom. Let's get let's get to atom smasher. But like, what what's the? Because he's kind of an obscure character, and we can talk about him a little bit. Um what what what's the origin story that they like? Uh,
1: so it starts off like there's a king in this like, old civilization, and uh, he's forcing people. He's forcing t- thousands of his uh, people to mine for this particular rock to make a, a crown that will summon a demon or something. You know. Um, and then this young or this, this man finds it instead of getting rewarded for finding stone he's killed there's a little bit of an uprising Um, a, a child is taken then a child before he's beheaded a child who started the uprising before he's beheaded by guards he's taken by the wizard and uh, given the powers of black like Shazam, oh, Shazam. basically you know and uh, yeah well no, I was going to say Black Adam but then I changed it to Shazam Blazam um, Blazam but um, then uh, he yeah, and then like oh, the some cool whole convoluted Egypt thing Egypt
0: where that never gets stopped.
1: But then but the thing is like you who you... <laughs> that Shazam. I'm just talking about Shazam. <laughs> um But uh yeah, so like kind of Oh jeez, I can't even remember. So basically it's like uh he uh it's like yeah so the the Tote Adam, I think his name is a Adam or something. His right. actual name in it. Uh, he uh, he ends up like I think his mother is mortally wounded or something, and his father is hurt. And it transpires that the rock is actually the father and not the kid. The kid isn't the rock when he was younger or whatever. You know what I mean? It was like I I can't even remember. And uh, then uh, and I only watched it yesterday, and I watched it like at two o'clock. But um, are
2: are you saying they they revealed that uh, dad something? It's not in the origin. They reveal it later on in the film? Or is it that you forgot?
1: No, oh, so it's really, really revealed on later on in the movie. Later on. Okay, yeah, so it's a surprise. Yeah, okay, yeah, right. it's a twist. Because
2: I, I I knew that about the film. That,
1: yeah. Yeah, well, you can, they, you probably have... You they, can, they,
2: there's, a, there's a kid about to be executed, yes. and you think then that the kid is who... Is saying... Uh, later becomes Black Adam, but it's actually his father, who is a skinny White Rock
1: Johnson, yeah, fully a, grown. A skinny rock. Yeah, uh skinnier rock, you know, um, like aspects of it. Skinnier, yeah. yeah. Aspects, of it aspects of it are fun. Aspects of it are are you know as in like just superhero movie visuals. Like some of them are cool and all that kind of stuff. You know,
2: mm. yeah. Because I, I, I'm I'm tempted to see it because I I like superhero
1: stuff, but I know well,
2: I know I'll hate it. I know I'll be bored out of my
1: mind. Yeah, um, yeah. It's uh it, it it and it's like it's long it's like two and a half hours long or something
0: it's just mad how much they've put into convincing us this thing's gonna be fucking amazing like the the yeah. the the effort to make us like this thing is I know baffling um,
2: but that works sometimes I mean that that's why Aquaman was a billion dollar film they yeah. marketed the hell out of it yeah fair um, it works sometimes, but like you know, but look again,
1: like the kind of
2: like It's the thing, like the, the the audience. The rock seems like he should be more popular than he is, you know. But again, it's that thing. It's just it's just somebody insisting that they're a superstar and that we're supposed to like them. But people don't really show up for him, you know. They, I mean, they, they do,
1: they do. He's got he's got successful,
2: well, but I think Jumanji and the Kevin but, Hart stuff, but I but I
1: think. I, not, I probably, not an aqua. But I think the, the rock is probably more successful than his franchises to a degree, you know? Like Ross's the, the Rock's success lends to the franchise's success, but like the rock persona and brand would probably outlive, say, Black Adam to you know what I mean? Like in that sense. In in, in, in like in current top pop culture.
2: Yeah, or, or at least he'll he'll insist it will. Yeah. It, it like it's like I keep saying about him. he, he just he just Seems to me like a guy doing an impression of somebody with way more charisma than he. he it's a little has. Trumpy, isn't it? It's like somebody insisting, I, "I'm a, I'm a superstar. I'm a superstar. I'm a superstar." But he's been saying that since his WWE yeah. days, and he's been saying that since. Fake it till you make it. Rumble in the jungle or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, welcome to the
1: jungle. And people love that fucking film, by the way. Um, so That's anyways. his best film. Yeah so um it's because sean will yeah uh, so basically uh amanda waller uh contacts hawkman and tells him that we have this like i think global threat type of scenario with this with this character you know and to investigate it and he teams up with uh dr fate and like you're meant to get the impression that they did the jls and that they've been like you know at least hawkman and dr fate have been like uh you know yeah for for donkeys basically um uh, dr fate's good in it but like there's parts it just it, it relies heavily on cgi the whole movie but um and then like at one stage like so the the, the rock basically gets summoned or black adam gets summoned by uh, a a woman who's a part of like a rebel uh, rebel forces trying to I think they were trying to get the crown initially or something like that. Cause the, basically they're in this place called Katat or something, uh, in a city called Katat. And, uh, it's, it's ran by intergang or something. They're, they're, they're a, kind of like a a gang that was over the city and like even like at one stage when the superheroes do come she the the lady is like kind of like why are you guys here you don't give a fuck about this place so why do you give a fuck about it now you know like all of a sudden you want to protect us from black adam black balance who so want not protect us from you uh and then and she has a son but like at one stage even to give the son like a cape the, the kid's like probably like 14 or 15 like why the fuck would he like to have a little cape and he like he puts it on it's it's, it's like if he was 10 maybe but <laughs> like it's just you know that kind of stuff like it's. It's cringy.
0: Um, I'd love a cape. What are you talking about? I have a cape and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I made it myself. I'm proud of my cape. It's warm in the winter.
1: For some reason, Defons was the original Adam smatter, Smasher.
0: Henry Winkler. Yep. This and has got Winkle is it- in it.
1: Yeah, I could, yeah, but only in a only in a kind of like a FaceTime phone call for all of like oh, sixty okay. seconds, Weird. where he's like, "Just be careful with my suit and don't that that's, that suit's a vintage, it's an antique, you know all that kind of stuff." Right. Like, basically, basically, they just met Adam Smasher, the Ant Man, the younger guy taking the mantle from the older guy, the size changing and the suit, the suit proportionally. Aesthetically, mm. is the exact same as Ant Man's costume in like the first Ant Man movie. It's a bit clunky and stuff. Uh, oh, so it's, it's like.
0: Stupid. Tell me I don't know then why they did that. what is what is what do you um, tell me about uh, Adam Smasher then? What what do you know? Because I don't know that character well. Like, were you expecting him to be a better developed character? Like, what? No, I wasn't expecting him to be a
1: better, better character. I just wasn't expecting him to just rip off like Ant Man. Oh, right. I'm not saying Ant Man in a sense. Have you read a comic before? Who me? Yes, but no, no. But I stuff. I know, I know, I know. Right, but no, I try to say like I, I have no qualms with the character in the books. It's not about like because like obviously comics rip off each other, and that's fine. But it's like
2: you're, you're saying they didn't have their own interpretation
1: for the film. Yeah, it's just but it's, yeah, it was just kind of like like the, the one guy in the mar in the MCU that changes size and all that jazz. Yeah. It's just it mirrors that so much, and it's just like did they, they, no one think like 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 basically you have any amount of origins and characters and stuff, you know, yes. and you could even do like a, a, an origin or just like they had that they they, basically what I'm trying to say is they had a choice; they didn't have to make it so similar.
0: Yeah, one of the things I like about Wakanda Forever was somebody made the decision to like. Well, we're not going to call it Atlantis. We're going to pick a a, a, yeah. a a Mesoamerican culture to to yeah. to couch this in. Like, they, they took what was there, they saw that Aquaman had worked, and they went, what can we do that either sort of pluses this, or brings something of its own flavour to it? And that is one of the most successful things in that movie. I don't know if you got to see that. Um, I, I know lots how of my were, friends were sort of on the fence of it. I'm
1: I'm so surprised by lots of my friends coming back and saying they enjoyed it, uh, Black Panther 2. I'm really, like, I like, don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it, I just, I but I like everything. Um... But I just, uh, but, uh, except for Black Adam. Black Adam, uh, like the thing is, Black Adam's like it, it's just could it's, if they do a sequel, it could be better. But I just this is it's just very clunky for me. But, uh, but no, uh, I mean, really I, I think Black we're just Panther expected
0: too. to like we're we're being sort of we're being told <laughs> that we have to like it because it's a it's a memorial for Chadwick, and the memorial moments for him are beautiful. I just, I just double checked this. It's one hundred and sixty-one minutes long. It's so long. Black Panther's long, yeah.
1: But I love all it, the name. stuff. not
0: much happens.
1: Oh, get over it. Get over it. Will you? You stop. Will you?
2: I know I mean, that, that that was that was kind of the feeling I was getting from the trailers. It just didn't feel essential, yeah.
0: you know. But there's uh, beautiful moments Gather- in it. Namor is black panther was sorry. the
2: part i was the most looking forward to in yeah. civil war mm, mm. yeah know, that's even true more so than Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah so I, I like i like i like the character chadwick was great as the character um yeah i just you know i'll watch this on disney yeah. plus when it's out in you know 60 days or whatever it ends up being Um i just yeah, I just don't think I'm... Yeah. There's either. lovely
0: stuff in it, and the... I'm sorry I pivoted us fucking sideways all of a sudden. There's, there's lovely stuff in it. The usual. And I keep thinking about the theme when the Black Panther uh, actually appears. Like, it's <coughs> it's this weird synthy droney thing. I do like it, and I keep hearing clips of it going, that is cool. Like, it's got this <laughs> sort of badass, kind of triumphant thing to it. um, <laughs> While being sort of... Um, conflicted, which we know Letitia, Letitia's character is in the movie, and um, Shuri is in the movie. Um, sorry, but um, they you, they back on Black Adam. Yeah, they they sort of it's just mad watching the publicity. Of them trying to convince us like the JSA is this big thing. They're just trying the to JSA. Yeah, they're just trying to proceed as if everything is working like I'm seeing clips of Amanda Waller in it and it's like let's just like I can call in favors from people from other planets is is a clip I saw and it's just like okay we're just continuing as if this whole universe they've built works and I don't think it does
2: That that I don't think that's even the problem in itself because if the rest of it worked then it would make sense for them to, to pretend mm. it does you know I would say it's probably the smart way to do it when it when previous you know attempts haven't really worked at all. Mm-hmm. To just kind of say, okay, well, what version of this do we imagine? Let's just assume okay, that we have that yeah. and proceed that way. But it's then the rest of the film doesn't uh, doesn't yeah. build off that
0: presumption. So what's what what um what antagonist do they put Black Adam <clears throat> against? How do they get him to? F- to sort of yeah, weigh in, is, in a
1: This is what I was, so I was trying to get to before I keep on getting fucking abrupt in, interrupted by people who haven't seen it type like the movie. <laughs> Jesus Jesus Christ. Christ. Basically, it's like it's like it's so on the nose, right? Like maybe I'm wrong, but because you haven't seen it, but uh like so he's he's a villain, right? That yep. they're trying to kind of make an into an anti hero. Mm. And like I think it's it's so it's so shit. Uh, I think it's really shit. I just have a problem with these kind of like nonsense, uh, kind of characters to the degree. Um, but like basically the fella he's fighting against is, 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 a demon. Like he's a demon. Uh, that's it. He has a pentagram, like a big massive, he's a big massive red monster with horns. Like he looks like the devil with a burning pentagram on his chest and stuff. And it's just like, they couldn't, they couldn't, like it's basically like, he. how do we, how do we make him look like the good guy even though he's a bad guy? And it's just like, hmm. make him fight the devil. Like make him fight the most generic looking evil, Like if you think of like evil, like the root of all evil, it's like, you Mm. know, you're you're, you're cliche, like kind of route, but you'd think the devil, you know, that kind of way and the red and the horns and the pitchfork and that's it. And it's just like, why did you do it? Well, that's
0: what I, that's what I thought about Shazam as well. Like the, the, as much as Mark Strong was, was great. I liked him. The, the monsters around him were very, I don't know. I didn't think too much of them. Um, but so you're saying it's kind of like just like a very generic aggressor.
1: Oh, yeah, it's like it's and it's and it, again, like it's all CGI. I know loads of these movies are all CGI, but it's just like I just it's like even like Jeff Bridges in the first Iron Man. Like obviously he's not man in that giant robot suit, but it's like
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's like at least there's a a character to it. You know what I mean? Like I didn't give a yeah. fuck about the villain of this. It was mm-hmm. nonsense it's 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 uh, it's 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 not a great movie Um, i wished i it, liked all it, the characters but- more dr fate was great uh, as in a kind of like just like obviously you know uh similar in a lot of ways to dr strange but dr fate i liked i liked the look of him aesthetically i think pierce Brosnan was good as him Um, i mm. think uh like he's meant to have these metal shoulders like shoulder padding and armor i think but they just move mm. very like they move just normal you know what i mean
0: yeah, no, it, it, and and one of the things that sort of falls into like why I'm sort of annoyed, well not annoyed but just sort of like uninterested is I saw a little feature talking about Doctor Fate and and Pierce Brosnan's role in it, and they're just like we're going to CG the costume onto him entirely, and then they went in depth into how he could perform on stage, and then they would map the costume on digitally, but then somebody had to come in and make sure that the collar moved correctly around his neck, so it was very labor intensive to make sure that the collar. Worked with his neck correctly as he spoke in close-up and things. I'm like, that's just put him in a suit. I don't know, it's like this. It, it, it it's good.
1: They could put him in. They could put him in a meta suit. Like the the thing is, like they could put him in a muscle suit. It would look completely fine on him.
0: Yeah, I I don't even think putting him. I just I think some of this CG suit stuff is we're 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 overusing it you know like it, it features heavily in Wakanda forever um Brian the the Durham it should just be
2: to tweak the it should just be to tweak uh, the actual costume to make yeah. sure if like, fits like the drawings because things don't fit the way they do in
1: yeah of course illustrations yeah. it, it, and I think the thing is as well I kind for of the, put, the most part
2: you should be but like you should be wearing I think
1: yeah I, I, exactly And I I, I don't care if, like the poor actors that are doing these things aren't ripped to Jesus you know what I mean like uh but i thought like uh, zachary, zachary levy uh isn't that who plays yeah yeah, yeah he's wearing uh, a suit Shazam. yeah like yeah uh, uh homelander like great like just do it even homelander it was i think was messing with jason Eccles, and jason eckles saying how he's getting in shape for the road and stuff and then uh, like uh homelander literally turned around and said like why didn't you just ask him to put more muscles on your suit and he was just like fuck you know but uh it's
0: just like yeah do it who cares i, I, I also, on the other side of it, though, I'm kind of glad that they didn't, for Pierce's sake, didn't put him through the ordeal of, I don't know, getting in shape and having to wear a really uncomfortable fucking muscle suit for this fucking film. You know what I mean? To to get this product at yeah, the other end of it. If I, if you had, to yeah, it's
1: not, it's not great. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, like, think I wish the, Hawkman was I, better, but it's weak. All right, you're you not know, talking. You watched it. Fuck's sake. Tell me about Hawkman watched it <laughs> i watched it's it like, god damn it i don't want okay. it dude. you think what okay.
0: i think that the cg suit replacement thing is a great idea until you get into close-up and then you should have that hybrid thing that they you, they started off doing with marvel where they would use digital components and you'd have you know iron man would have the neck bit you know just to see mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. solid um, in the shot because
2: whereas like an internals up close the costumes just look like a rash vest. Mm. It was... Did they run out of money or time? I, I wonder. The...
0: And... We'll call so it forever. The... the Dora Milaje in their, like, Iron Man suits. midnight mean, I... have seen. Just...
2: Yeah, I've seen... I've seen the, e- e- even the concept art for it's that film is... Terrible. Like, it's... It's weak. Um, It's odd. Yeah. Because I... I even... Um, was it Ryan the minority
0: oh yeah another ending. guy yeah. yeah you know the guy the, the head the of concept the concept art guy yeah
2: visual department yeah in, in Marvel he he released some concept stuff for Daredevil's She-Hulk mm. suit and it looks great you know it's it's like maybe kind of over designed but like the, the illustration is mm. you know you can't really knock it you know whether, whether you kind of would tweak things about the costume okay but it's a solid yeah. illustration but the the one piece of art I've seen for the Midnight Angels is just.
0: Are we going to take a second swing at this?
2: Awful! It's it it's yeah. so bad. It's just just even it like in it, the the concept and then the execution of the the piece itself. And like, look, I know whoever did that is far more talented than me, but it it's just it just seems like they're like, yep, yeah, that's fine, that's the, fine, yep, c- just get that Are the midnight angels
0: cool. a, a, a long standing character no i think i think the I thing think is so. what we're dealing with this first draft costume midnight
2: angels is even a strange name a condian thing you know wakanda yeah, yeah. yeah it's like clunky it's, isn't it it's like a bit much I, I'm, I'm sure there's a version of angels in in african folklore and yeah. mythology but call them whatever they're called you know um it, 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 especially like given that like you said they made the decision to have Talalocan or Talocan mm. or whatever it's called instead of yep. Atlantis um, but it's like yeah Midnight Angels whatever it's just it, it's bad comic book shit you know it's
0: just yeah it, it, it's first draft you know like I, I, I feel like you give it 10 years of, of cooking in the comic book stew and someone will do something good with that characters, those characters and redesign the costumes and they'll, there'll be three or four whatever and we'll land on something that works you know, it, it goes through the iteration process, but first draft like, is a thing.
1: I I like the things I like aspects. I like um, uh, yeah, uh, aspects of the costumes in the comics, and I like how they they're trying to kind of implement the kind of more tribal uh, masks and stuff that they have in Africa. But yeah. uh, but the, the but the the design itself doesn't do any favors to. You know, kind of like what you would believe, what of would be or capable of. You know, and especially considering yeah. like, you know, their their history and everything, and their heritage is so important to them. Uh but just, it's, yeah, it's so it, funny looks, it looks, it looks like better in the comics. God, we're we
2: I've seen as well though. Like, does everybody have like a a
0: heads up display kind of shot? Uh, mm. uh Riri Williams does. I don't and do I the Midnight do- Angels as well because they've got I think masks. they do at one stage Brian maybe they're going to cut to
1: I don't know because that's a strange yeah. choice yeah that's what it's a strange choice it's a strange but choice but also the thing is bloody Akoya doesn't need that
2: the Midnight Angels first appeared in June 2010 okay.
0: yeah well it's funny that they have the character in the show go or in the movie go this thing is ugly. Multiple times, the person who has yeah. to wear it ends up going. This is so fucking ugly.
1: Yeah, yeah. well, maybe it's just a. So then they
2: presumably designed an it's ugly
0: do you... <laughs> Um So Black Adam, ultimately, no. Well, does he does he win? Does he defeat the bad
1: guy? <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess.
2: And what do? You... Did you see? The rocks tweets like congratulating Wakanda forever, and then like at the end of it, he had hashtag Black Adam. It's just that's fucking. That's <laughs> no, I didn't forever. see that. Brilliant. <laughs>
1: Hilarious.
0: Yeah. Well, he's, he's he's a he's a villain now. Um. He's not. Something. What what do you think it does for setting up? Like, I saw I saw a clip of you know the the caval cameo.
1: It does nothing um, for setting up. It does nothing. It yeah. does nothing for setting up anything. If people think it's going to set up anything, great. That's there. That's that's on them. That's brilliant. But uh, like,
2: but Henry Cavill came back.
1: Yeah, for 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 another for another post credit scene. It's like Henry Cavill has been Superman in more post credit scenes than actual movies. You know, and it's just like kind of DC have have what three movies now? At least two movies that they're not releasing because of X, Y, and Z, and it's like doesn't mean anything doesn't mean anything dc haven't like they've not released a flash they've not released batman uh or Batgirl, and they have not released aquaman is aquaman 2 just sitting there
2: aquaman's not finished though
1: aquaman 2's not finished isn't that? Though. i thought that was i thought that was going to come out this year no, i don't think so well i don't know what to do with it because of they 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 shot all the i think they shot a lot of it i thought they they were kind of like trying to cut your one out of it and stuff now
2: nah, that's oh, just okay rumors
0: So you saw Black Adam though is basically what we're getting to and it's no bueno and Superman shit doesn't set anything up and like, like, yeah, I th- like when I look at it I think about that movie Doom I was like yep The Rock was in a movie and I saw it and I cannot tell you anything that happens in it I feel like it's just going to roll I, past
1: me I know uh, and like there's also um, oh my god there's also another character in it um Oh my God! What's their names? Like tornado or something? Like they're a wind character. Red tornado. No, no, no! What is it, Brian? Cyclone. cyclone. Yeah. Cyclone. I, yeah. Is yeah. Cyclone. Uh, and like, kind of, just they just shoehorned her in there. Really, like they, 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 they cyclone and Adam's Master are just shoehorned in there. Cyclone her character-wise is like a much more interesting character than the likes of Adam's Master and stuff. But uh, like Pippi Longstocking, you know, she her, like she kind of she rocks up in a very kind of like. Costume, you know, that's meant to be her civilian attire, but it's very costumey. And I, I, I hate when movies okay. do that. No matter, doesn't matter what the movie is, you know, that kind of way. I hate when like they're just they're meant to be a normal character, but they rock up in something very like.
0: This is a costume.
1: Yeah, it's like this bit here and this bit there. It's like you see you, you yeah, you see wardrobe all over, like. Mm. And they, they, there's one scene where she looks really cool in it. Uh, she's doing her cycloning thing. But then they just repeat that again and again and again. Mm. You know? So, yeah. Uh, and they met, they met her kind of colors, green and purple and stuff. So uh, it looks more like gas clouds and poisonous gas as opposed to just, like, wind powers.
0: Yeah. We see, the, yeah. Uh, so much of this movie feels like, or at least the hype that they're trying to build up is around, you know, will will Superman and Black Adam fight? And it's like, nobody, what fucking child cares about that at this point? And I guess the answer is children, um because we all know the narrative arc on that sort of thing. It's like they 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 either don't let anybody win so that both characters remain sort of whatever, or they just start fighting the same anyway look, do you watch anything interesting this week, Brian? no did you watch anything let me rephrase the question let me let me rephrase the question I know you were watching that Neil Brennan stand-up set or special How, did you enjoy that <laughs> okay I did. I'm just Do, trying to reach now for things I know you watched um, who's he Brian <laughs>
2: he's a uh, I guess he's best known for being the co-writer co-creator, co-creator I maybe think, even. Yeah, of the Chappelle show oh wow um so he he was a comedy writer, originally. He, he only started doing stand up in his kind of mid thirties, I think.
1: So he wrote. He wrote so, comedy writer. He wrote a lot of racist jokes. He
2: wrote. Yeah. He he he.
1: <laughs> He's a white uh, guy. You sent this video of, right? So he,
2: yeah. He. Yeah. 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 Um, I think as well. I think him and Seth Meyers. I don't know if they were, I don't, did they work together or were they just friends kind of back in the day when they were both coming up? But um, yeah, kind of uh, part of what the, the show is about or at least one part of it is he's talking about the fact that he's, um, you know, comedians tell him he's more of a writer and writers tell him he's more of a comedian and he's he's in this kind of limbo where he's not really accepted by by either mm-hmm. circle. He kind of feels like an outsider and he kind of questions, he, he doubts his own, he knows himself that he gets comedy and he understands it. And he writes good jokes, but he he he's still kind of riddled with imposter syndrome or whatever. Loading. Yeah, um, I don't know if you saw. He's got another special on Netflix. three mics. I didn't three actually mics. watch that. No, I've seen that. Um, it is good. It's um, there is something about the guy that kind of more
0: concept oriented. Um, he hasn't appealed to me previously, but you sent that clip through, and I I, I threw on. It's called Blocks, right? Yeah, um, Blocks. I yep. enjoyed it a lot.
2: It's it's good. I I did quite like it. Yeah. Did you yeah. watch all of it? in,
0: yeah? Um Yeah. I, uh, a I. It had a lovely arc, from, hmm. from, like is kind of, like it is. It does feel performative, but it doesn't feel fake. But the sort of performative is, anxiety yeah. that he has at yeah. the start, around the set dressing, through his material, which is nicely uh, woven, weaved through the blocks themselves, um, to the end that turn it takes where it gets quite self reflexive or or yep. reflective and um he talks about his i don't know his anxiety and his medical pursuits um towards treating that and it, it ends very nicely like i it's a funny thing that's like yeah like
2: and like e- even even that part at the end is you know it's kind of he's He's yep. acting, but it doesn't feel insincere. Yes. You know, it's still he wrote it to land with that weight that that he then kind of performs with, but it it doesn't feel yep. It feels genuine, you know? Um, um Did you you didn't watch all of three magics?
0: No, like I something yeah. about the the conceit of it the, the the stuff made me go, I don't I don't know. Well, I was the same, like I I, I didn't li- buy into.
2: Yeah, I didn't like the concept of that, but I I, I wouldn't even say I stuck with it. I just kind of, I didn't make a decision to stick with it. I just kind of right. left it on. Uh, but it won me over by the end. And I watched that when it first came out, which was, God, it must have been at least five years, maybe so. It's seven, a while ago right? now. It feels like it was a while I'd say back. five, yeah. just so that I don't want he, to feel he like But he tells a story in past. that that I don't, <laughs> I don't fully remember the the story, but he, so Kev you know not much about him or nothing (gasps) he's the youngest of 10 kids and his dad never hid the fact that he had no love for any of them Jesus and he tells a story the the concept with three mics I can't even remember what the three mics are for but he's on stage and he's got three microphones and one microphone is for jokes another microphone is for kind of more
0: modeling or serious
2: kind of yeah, yeah just, just kind of seemed, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. reflective stuff, not even necessarily making a joke, just kind of talking about his personal experience. I can't remember what the middle yeah. of that is for, but he, he tells a story in that about—I can't even remember the exact kind of scenario, but essentially, his his dad was making him beg to not be excluded from the will. Jesus Christ! Um, so it—I I would say even watch three Something mics no. first to kind of know. He's, he's he's messed up from, like, his, his dad. Did the number on him. Yeah. Completely did a number. That's out. awful. And he talks about that in three mics and he's still processing it, yeah. Dealing with it uh, in blocks. So, that stuff lands even, like, you, you, you thought like it landed digital. quite well, Aiden. I think it lands even stronger if you know that story. I wish I could remember the details of it, but effectively, his dad was on his deathbed and was still trying to. His dad was just a piece of yeah, shit yeah. to the very end, um, God. and wanted him to beg, effectively, to be left, to not be cut from the his will. I think. Jesus, oh, I hope I've got that right. I'm thinking of something else. Okay. I haven't watched in a while. It was maybe seven years ago.
0: Uh, but yeah, I I quite liked it. Um, okay, I'll need to I'll need to check it out. Um, it's it's kind of the thing that it, it is funny that you say and and he says. Uh, as you say, he's more a writer than a comic. He's more a comic than a writer. And when we start talking about his specials, there's definitely a writer's conceit on these things. Yeah, they're they're yeah, conceptual. Uh, and yeah, and yeah. I does that feel more like a? a it still UK, has a place, you know. Yeah. A UK sort of Edinburgh show, kind of concepty one man show type of thing. Yeah. Which I guess American. Yeah. Comics or stand up <clears throat> scenes, like at least there's a there's a there's a, there's a mainstream comic sort of snobbery you know if you're not just go up there tell your jokes make the audience laugh on the road you know like if you can't make them laugh in a weird bar in the middle of the country then you're not a comic you know um but it, it's good and i'm glad i I'm glad i watched it um there's.
2: i love that he went there with, with that Mulaney joke because yeah. it, it, it before he even said it i was like i wonder what he Makes him Mulaney, then. <laughs> and then he, he actually went there, which
0: I a hundred percent know that it's it's my bias and my mindset. But the moment I saw Mulaney and his wife on that episode of Comedians in Cars, I've probably said on this podcast again. But the moment I saw them together, I was like, that's not working. I don't I don't know why. Yeah. Did everybody get that impression?
2: Well, it's not even that. It's just the the guy the guy. I don't even know if he finished rehab or he was straight out of rehab, and. Like one of the things they tell you is, you know, don't don't get into a serious relationship. You know, you're just out, kind of give yourself time. And he was like, "I'm married." Did that happen after a, a
0: previous stint in rehab? The first wife?
2: Yeah, oh, almost immediately.
0: The, oh, no, no, no the the kid and Olivia Munn with Olivia Munn, Munn yeah. was after rehab. Yeah, it is like almost immediately mm. after rehab. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm that's that's fucking mental. No, but I'm I'm just laughing. Did he marry her?
2: Yeah Olivia Munn I don't think so What well, He is I think he, He's got, he's got kid, a kid but And th- they're married
0: I think they are married I think Because I think I saw him on Like Myers Refer to her as his girlfriend You want to look it up? Um, yep I'm just talking about The the first wife The interior designer The, the decor Whatever her fucking role was <laughs> um, I watched. Uh, I didn't actually get through all of it. I was watching the Stutz thing, the Jonah Hill thing.
2: Yeah, I watched and that as well.
0: I liked it. Yeah, I was enjoying it. I didn't know what the world was making of it. I was watching it going, "This is this is kind of interesting." I I didn't get to an end of it. Um, I've I've got like twenty minutes on it left. Um, like I was unsure. I don't know. I was unsure watching the whole thing. Going, is this a bit? Like I, I was because I I didn't hear anything about it I just saw the artwork and then it has this moment where they um dismantle the conceit that they've set up where they you know they mention the fact that this has been shot over a longer time than it's kind of letting on in the first 20 minutes um and I was then watching it going I'm not quite sure what this fucking thing is um if if you've watched it all do you have any thoughts on it do you want to it was interesting and I was enjoying it but I was unsure how I, to feel about it while I was watching it.
2: Yeah, I, 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 I don't know, I, I think it's just um, it's a biographical documentary basically. Um, I really liked it and I really liked the kind of initial concept behind it where it, Hill just has so much love and admiration and respect for the guy um, and the you know the, the help he gave him that he 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 thought it could be beneficial for other people to kind of get a little window into what the processes and what the tool sets are and what the process is like and and what yeah and and maybe it could be helpful to people and just, just a really it's a really nice idea and it's a very human mm-hmm. story um You know, and the guy's interesting as well. Like just, 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 just aside from the concept being interesting, but the he's an interesting uh, chap. Yeah, interesting guy, and just he's kind of he's unconventional, kind of by a lot of therapists' kind of yeah. standards. You know, so um, oh yeah, I really liked it. People should check it out. Like
0: c- that's, I was in a weird place with it. I, like I put it on while I was working yesterday and it only popped up on Netflix during the week, but like I was seeing clips of people saying this is the stupidest thing or this is really good. I was seeing both. I was seeing this is self-indulgent and whatever. And I was unsure what I was turning on. I was unsure if it was going to be a bit, you know, or if it was going to be sincere. So
2: I I had seen the trailer for it. ah, So I was, I would have been, I would have been kind of, shocked if it turned out to be a bit at any point because the trailer didn't give you know obviously rightly didn't give yeah. that impression so I, I i guess i had a
0: see i i was just half I guess I had an expectation set you reports know. on it you know so i was just like this is something that seems to be in the in the public mindset at the moment let's put it on here beside me see if it holds me and it it did but i was watching waiting for the reveal where you know it's it's a character and it's I don't know it it's um Michael Sarah in a rubber mask like I was like what what is this thing going to be you know and um but Hill has made um a lot of strides towards you know like as a filmmaker and as a as a an artist rather than I still think of him as his super bad days but like he's he's made a couple of features at this point right was it mid nineties was him or I get mixed up with the Bo Burnham one and... Which was middle school or something like that, wasn't it? It
2: was Easy A. No, not not Easy A. I can't remember.
0: Come here, old men. Forget the names of movies. (laughs) It had your man with the head in it. Um... I I do I definitely enjoy that like like that Brooklyn energy and I I I don't know if it's movies yeah. and shit have done that to me over the years it's 100% movies and and the sopranos and gangster films and martin scorsese that have done that to me but that that, that Brooklyn vibe especially from like a um from like a therapist as well you know like that sort of lie down on my couch and top talking.
2: Made 90s was Jonah yes. Hill
0: of the okay that's so I was right
2: what was the uh, book?
0: It's 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 something like middle I'm school it up too, or just is anybody it,
2: remembered yet? eighth.
0: It's 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 a sc- eighth grade. Eighth okay. grade. It's a school year. I knew it was something like eighth that.
2: Grade. Yeah.
0: Um. Did you see Mit? Did you see eighth grade? Um. No, I saw right. Hills one. Stutz was interesting it's nicely shot Um, a lot of stuff popping up on Netflix I guess coming into Christmas season Um, Glass Onion's going to hit there in the mid-December isn't it like that that's almost being released on Christmas Day or something isn't it
2: it's going to cinema release first and then then we'll be on Netflix I think for Christmas yeah I think I want to see that in the cinema, actually.
0: I kind of do too. I was listening to Kermode talk about it and he was like, it's got a week's release in the cinema and then it's going to Netflix. It's got a real narrow window and that's probably the 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 cinematic, or sorry, the, the Oscar window. It has to be in a theatre for X amount of time as well. Yep. Um, but uh, Kermode said it was pretty good, so I look forward to it. He He's my go-to for... For film review uh, i tell you what I watched this week that I haven't seen in years I just put it on um, The Natural
2: I don't think I've ever seen it I'm familiar with it but
0: I remember really liking experience. it but it's um, it's a weird movie it's a weird film
2: uh, is this the one with the lightning the, baseball bat yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: It, 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 the, I mean I guess Field of Dreams has this sort of like there was a weird period where people were like supernaturalizing baseball and like making it very mystical and spiritual. The only way I don't know, the, the only way American culture can engage with spirituality. I not know, there was a weird a weird romanticism of it. But like he's a He's a cub. Robert Redford is a is a a rookie baseball player going to try out in the mid f- early 40s. Um like it it he's like getting on a train for the first time. He's a real hayseed. And that turns into some serial killer shooting him in a hotel room in like the first 20 minutes. And then you never see her again and it cuts to 16 years later. And he's like this over-the-hill guy that had to work his way up the leagues despite this sort of injury. And then he's kind of sidelined because he's the old guy. But then Michael Madsen's character jumps face-first into a wall and dies. So he gets to step up. It's got some just bonkers moments that I didn't really remember I just remember the scenes of him you know like very cinematically hitting the baseball and the lightning strike and the lights blowing out around him as he runs slow motion around the 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 diamond but they like they have to get Madsen's character out of the way and they want to show us an injury and he jumps through like this like thin plywood fence because he has to jump through or something so but you look at this stunt and go "I oh, fine that thing was three mils of wood And then they go, they just kind of cut to a newspaper going, Bump Bailey has died. His ashes were dropped over. It's like, this is like when I think of the Simpsons parodies of this I'm like, they didn't really have to walk that fucking far away from what actually happened in the movie. Uh, But I definitely had fun watching it again. I I liked um, I like Robert Redford and it had um, Robert Duvall in it as well. Like a younger Robert Duvall. I'm always happy when I see him for some reason. He's got a Got a great head on his shoulders. Am I, rambling? Me, Am I rambling? and rambling no, all over the there place? Are, I, okay. I, I was
2: sending you a text a couple of days ago, and I, apparently I didn't send it. Just um, kind of reminded me when you mentioned Duval. But apparently, there's a new Jack Reacher book, out and in the books now, Reacher is in his sixties, apparently.
0: Um, right. They they it, they've let him age.
2: I guess so. And I was saying, I was thinking that it was quite strange that, you know, there'll, there'll be a second season of the show coming out and he's being played by this much younger guy. Mm. And then I was just thinking it was odd to, to think that, you know, the character the guy is playing is now actually 60 as far as the books are concerned. But then it's like Tom Cruise is 60. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, how, how old is Tom Cruise actually supposed to be? in the when film he's he supposed to be it, it, yeah he's supposed to be like presumably same age as Rosamund Pike at least Um but it's just funny that if they did make another Reacher film with Cruise mm-hmm. and if they wanted to base it on like one of the latest books that what would they do would they just say yeah he's 60 and Tom Cruise is 60 or, or would they age the character down or
0: I kind of like that they've, they've you know, they obviously fixed a point early on in the writing of the books where his military career is associated with a particular conflict. Well, that, or that's era. the thing, like once, once you,
2: yeah, for for details sake, you know, you kind of have to say what their
0: deployment what their, was,
2: like, Yeah, what their history was, their combat history. Yeah, it's I like mean, they, the, they, car, they ran into with trouble
0: with, like, Nick Fury was a World War II, yeah, suddenly and he was a Bosch, Korea, suddenly he was a Vietnam.
2: <laughs> in the Bosch TV show... I think in the books the character was a Vietnam vet. I think, right. Whereas you know now it's, it's either Iraq or Afghanistan. I think in the TV show, yeah. Um,
0: it's nice when they they I don't know. Like I'm thinking of Poirot and the David Suchet portrayal. And the fact that like they worked through those books and David Suchet got older to the point where, you know, he they, they kind of, I don't know that they waited specifically, but they definitely let a lot of time pass before they did the last Poirot story where he's a much older man kind of in a wheelchair, you know, and they finished out the run with Suchet. Um, I think that's, I think that's a lovely like journey. for. It's, actually, it's kind of the same the
2: with um, Veronica Mars as well, actually, I think they, when they did the fourth season. <laughs> I think it came out in twenty eighteen or twenty nineteen. But she is Mm. the age she should be. If Yeah. You know, if if she was the age she was when the show came out and she's in high school. And I think sixteen years have passed, then she's like she's the age she's she kinda should be. And so is her dad. So Mm. I can't tell if he actually got older or if they made him I I went straight from like rewatching the T V show to watching the latest season and mm. i couldn't tell if he just naturally got older or if they just put a bit of makeup on him to make him look the age he kind of needs to be
0: i think there's a degree he got older that's that's a while like yeah um did you watch at all my father's dragon yes i would I saw the making of clip on youtube there earlier and i was like i wonder if i'll see louise in this and she's all over it i'm so happy seeing louise like in a piece of netflix promo material. like louise is great big fan of louise (laughs) um congratulations to everybody in cartoon saloon and the work they've done to get this new film my father's dragon out congratulations to louise for the role she played on this film um, assistant director was it I think assistant director right. yeah Um she's you know Louise said, is great Louise is great and she's just having a fucking stellar career in animation and could not be happier for every step of the way i love to see it uh, how'd you how'd you find the film
2: I liked it it's just it's you know I kind of like what they do and Yeah. like their designs like that that's kind of Visually, they're always fun to look at, you know. I was looking at, um, I follow, there's a lot of artists I follow on Instagram and I don't even, you know, I just see kind of maybe one piece and I immediately click follow and then whether their stuff shows up on my timeline or not, you know, who knows. But sometimes like an artist, they'll they'll be like posting stuff and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And then I'll have no idea they're working for Cartoons (laughs) until they either mention they're in Kilkenny, you know, and they don't have an Irish name
0: yeah they are um, usually like, friends what's, what's that person
2: doing in Kilkenny um it's like oh okay they work for cartoons or you know they they post some artwork and I go that's from such and such a thing so yeah. um I think it's is it esther Morales i think oh like? yeah yeah um supposed to like these tiger designs yeah, yeah have, you, have you seen the gorgeous. designs for the tigers uh, they're, they're gorgeous so cool.
0: yeah yeah they're great that, I do love that that oh, I don't know like I love uh, i Animation can be very, very cool.
2: Do you know what their deal with Netflix is? Was it just for one feature? Or I think I remember reading that. I'm not sure. They
0: kind of work with Apple as well, don't they?
2: I I remember reading about them, you know, signing some sort of production deal. But I can't remember if there was a commitment to make a few things. Or was it just, you know, we'll make this first and then see. Is that when when did the breadwinner come out?
0: Um, so I was talking to Kieran and Louise about the breadwinner in Annecy, and that was early 2018, I think. I would have so. It, it must have been out 2017. Yeah. Right. Like I'm I'm in France the next year talking to them.
2: But I, so my point was that like. Presumably, the Netflix thing arose out of them being in LA for Oscar stuff and set up a bunch of meetings. And um, you know, this is back in Netflix's uh, kind of lower money when they were day. yeah spending yeah like content, content, content. Um, so, I wonder will we see more under that partnership, or I think the know, Apple next?
0: partnership took over though, didn't it?
2: I I can't remember.
1: Let's ask Ruiz, get her on there. Yeah. You okay, Kevin? Yes. I had to leave shortly, but yes.
0: Okay. You sort of disengaged on us there. Are you alright?
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Where's Where the house,
1: Kev? Oh, dream there somewhere.
0: I'm trying to contribute rather than just asking people, did you watch the thing? Did you do a thing? Did you watch a thing? Mm-hmm. Um I started doing an improv class on top of things, mm-hmm. which is like built on like a mono scene. So I'm doing like a six week uh, course that has like a showcase at the end of it. And I went to the second class there on Monday, and the woman running it was like, "How many people are you bringing to the showcase? I need to know for booking venue." And I'm like, "Uh, I, I never invite anyone to any- zero zero. <laughs> um, there's like nobody I would invite to that. Like I'd say it to. well see this is the thing I differentiate my groups of people. I would never." sort of drag ye to a thing like that um, that I'm in. Like, if there's a show I think is good and we should go and see and laugh and have a drink together, I'll do that. But, like, I'd never go, I'm doing a showcase, come and watch me. Um, I think that's sickening. Um, It's disgusting. To the listening audience, I will be doing improv on uh, December 19th. If you want to come along, I'll give you further details as we go here. I need people to be my, like, I need, I need uh, to convince these people that I have friends um, people that might come to things I do uh, but uh, I guess to plug a person if anybody wants to do improv classes keep an eye, your eyes peeled for Stoke Improv and it's Kelly Shatter, she's amazing and very good at teaching and she runs regular courses it's something I've wanted to do since I did the mob classes in twenty. Seventeen, eighteen. I was like, "Cool, this is one window on improv."
2: What's the difference between the two? Hmm? What's the difference between so the the, the,
0: the, the mob improv is a very uh, UCB game based system. It's very. Uh, I, I, I'll I'll end up describing this wrong, but the style they teach focuses on finding an unusual thing and heightening it. You know and so you kind of as you enter a scene you and your partners or your your team sort of find oh this guy always eats cat food and as it goes on it's like well if that's true he does this weird thing what are other weird things he does and that's kind of the the mindset you bring to it whereas the stuff that we're doing through this angle is kind of got a more um i think she said it's she's deriving more from comedia dell'arte and like uh like dramatic actors uh, methodologies and it's much more grounded in you and your partner t- slow down or the people you your slow way down and just establish a very natural reality so if you're for instance a customer coming into a library and here's a librarian actually be in that world for a bit and interact like something normal you know and, and have natural human reactions to things and as you do that You will find things that are amusing, and you will find quirks of these characters that are smaller, subtler, more real, and you can then build and heighten a bit. But like an example was that, like doing that scene or doing doing that exercise, somebody uh, used a library library as a location and. You know, it was this guy's first day and he was afraid of fucking up and the first thing that happens is someone comes in and goes, hey, somebody moved all the stuff in the fridge, moved the lunches around, and that becomes a point of contention. And then somebody else came in and was like, hey, somebody parked the wrong parking spot. And she stopped it there and went, you're picking up a pattern and you're trying to heighten it that this guy keeps fucking things up. And that's not what we're doing, right? So, okay, he had a misstep. Now he's anxious in that world. He's going to be more careful. Play that rather than just trying to heighten that one things. moment, yeah. yeah, 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 um, and our group is pretty. So it's chaotic. kind of more
2: character based and more event based, really.
0: Then, yeah, she talks about uh, uh, performing from sort of heart and emotion rather than from the mind. And like, I'm very like, what's the gag? What's the what's the pun I can throw out over and over again? And it's it's new for me, and I like it a lot. There you go. That's my. I actually did a thing this week.
2: I mean, you Play do and- stuff every week, though.
0: Yeah, I know. You're very busy. <laughs> I
2: and mean, that's yeah. not a joke. You, you are. You're, <laughs> really, you're just saying it like you it's the one thing you've done in in a while, but it's probably one of ten things you're doing.
0: You playing God of War? Or did you finish it?
2: Um, Just the day it came out. Um, I'm playing three things at the moment. Two of them are new, and one of them came out five years ago.
0: (laughs) What's the five years ago? Shovel Knight, Uh, Hollow Knight, Hollow Knight. Knight, Sorry, Shovel Knight's a thing too, right? Shovel Knight's a thing also. Yeah. Okay.
2: Um. Yeah, I think I mentioned Bayonetta
0: and Hollow Knight two weeks ago. Yeah. I Um, guess you didn't talk about God of War. Yeah. Um. Are you enjoying it? Or did you yeah, just like a, touch into I, it? I and only move
2: on? I only played it for a bit the day it came out, so I kind of picked it up that morning. Played it for a couple of hours, really enjoying it. Like it's stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, it's probably too soon to kind of say much about it. Like there's kind of funny. Like there the, the was something that I was kind of simultaneously happy about, but also. Um, Also found kind of jarring, you know? All right. right. Um,
0: Is it like character narrative? Yeah. Related? S- yes. So
2: kind of opening scene, that the, the first game ends with a kind of... Um, it's like a premonition Do- or a dream sequence and it shows Thor showing up at their house kind of at the game's end, you know? Right. Um, and then the, the game... Ragnarok kind of picks up not right at that moment but it starts you got a little bit of a game intro you go back to the house and then, then Thor shows up right and Thor looks very kind of mythology accurate right uh, he's a big redhead um, as opposed right. to you know we kind of picture this Nordic Swede kind of thing but in in the actual stories he's he's this big
0: burly redhead um, yeah power lifter body rather than a
2: yeah and that was cool and i was kind of watching that and i was like this is interesting and I, I was kind of curious to see what their take on odin would be like mm-hmm. and it's design richard wise schiff. it's richard schiff and he's basically being richard schiff a bit toby z yeah you know and yeah. it's just uh i love him and i love I, 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 lo- I love the, so happy. <laughs> i love the take for odin that like he, he he's essentially he looks like he looks like Richard Schiff, basically, you know, and I, I thought yeah. it was kind of fitting for Odin. You know, he's, yeah, he's Thor's father, but in all the stories, he's this, he's kind of more driven by pursuit of knowledge, kind of esoteric mm. knowledge and, and things like that. So it made yeah. sense for him to he not necessarily. He sacrifice
0: an eye for sight. Yeah. Yeah. For, for foresight or something along those lines. Yeah. And he, he still, the, he's still, he's still
2: dangerous. He's still very powerful, but he doesn't have to look like Thor, but. Grey beard and whatever. Um, so I, I kind of like the way he looks. I love the fact that it's it's Richard Schiff, but it's also, it's just kind of a bit... Um, feels kind it of, is a bit anach- anachronistic. Anachronistic, yeah. It's yep. it's just... But again, it's too soon to say whether I dislike it or not. It's just, it's, you know, it's Toby Z. It's very hard to separate him from any kind of version that of, of him that I'm... Is Thor um, Brolin? No, no, he sounds very like him, but it's uh, it's okay. a guy from guy from Sons of Anarchy, I think he's in the first uh, two or three seasons, he gets killed off, I think, I can't remember his name. Kev, you might know, okay. is it is it Odie, or is that the character's name? Oh, in Sons of uh,
1: Opie. 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 Opie, yeah, I think it's Opie. I think, is. Yeah, he, I think he, it's Opie's he's, he's a great name. character, yeah. he gets killed off, very
2: sadly, uh, yeah. very early on in the series. Um, it's the guy who played Opie, I think, playing and
1: he sounds very, very Brolin, yeah. He does, I thought it was Josh Brolin. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to skedaddle, I'll talk to you guys cool. later. Good Enjoy luck, Enjoy have... the rest of the pod. Uh, yeah, I'll let us you know how you can answer. I'll give you an old text. Do, um, do, do, do. Bye. 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 Um,
2: yeah, too soon to say, basically. Um, the stuff in it that I... The stuff in it that I kind of, like, appreciated from the first game, and I'm not sure... It kind of teeters a bit close to the... Ubisoft open world thing sometimes. Right. Uh, if sometimes it feels a bit checklisty, But I, I think right. it's probably got the best approach or solution to that kind of thing. You know, you've got a map with a bunch of icons and stuff. And on the one hand, I like the fact that, like, literally when you're hovering over an area, it shows you, like, all the collectibles, all the kind of quest-related stuff in that area. Mm. Like, one out of ten or zero to 15 what you've done in that area so you can kind of you know when you're done with an area you know when you've kind of found oh, that's good. everything in there and it's presented in a very checklist format and i definitely appreciated kind of first time around but i think there's probably a bit more immersive way to do it um
0: like i I don't, am... I don't like
2: those i don't like when a game feels too much like a, a to-do list um, i
0: got a real vibe playing um playing like i know i'm one i'm a god of war game behind but i got this like vibe off god of war that it was or the the makers of god of war that they were very good at cherry picking features or game elements from right. other yeah like they 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 played other like sometimes you see a video game you're like this is a third person whatever that but this yeah, but, one was like these guys are watching I think that's, puzzle that, I think that's games on and the money yeah. rhythm games and they're watching other things to pick up puzzle features and stuff like there what was the name of the game where you had to like align the camera right to get the platforms lined up so you could like there was a game where you where you put the camera affected your world
2: there's and, two games i can think of i think that did that yeah one was a black and white game with kind of almost like a Almost like a stickman kind of. I can't remember what that okay. was called. And then the other one was in Monument Valley, or something like that.
0: Something like that. Where where you. Oh, there's also Fez, your where your Fez also then kind of has route, a bit yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, so I saw that. Yeah, I think there there might literally be a bit where I was playing God of War Three, and I'm like, they've lifted this idea from Fez. Not a bad, It's not a bad complaint. Yeah. I'm just like, they they're vultures in in a very effective way. Yeah. So when you, even when even things
2: like they they change the combat. Um, to the triggers so it's not on the face buttons so like normally in a kind of a action hack and slash type game yeah Um it's on the the face buttons so your yeah. x y or circle x whatever um but the from software games put the attack buttons on the triggers and it feels weightier you know like kind of yeah. hitting those triggers kind of aligns better with the concept of like a heavy swing more than a a face button does and they they lifted that you know with the axe combat it makes more sense for it to be on this kind of on a trigger basically it just feels it it feels heavier feels weightier and it's kind of a good call but it's definitely something they took from from, kind of from software stuff but um yeah like I, i definitely prefer the way they it's kind of the risk of open world games anyway um Elden Ring and Breath of the Wild are definitely the approach I prefer to open world stuff where there's a bit more discovery. You, you do want some indication that, like the, one of the ways Elden Ring does it is that um, once you realize that there's a certain type of thing in the area, whether it's like a, a kind of a catacomb or something like that, it gets, an X is placed on it, on the map right. when when you've completed it. So when you when you discover it, it's added to the map. And then when you complete it, it's, it's X'd out. So you can at a glance, see, or I've at least done that thing. Whereas with God of War, it's literally a, a to-do list on the left-hand side of the screen. It has the name of the area, the percentage complete, then the types of quests. So if it's like, find the ravens, it tells you there's three ravens in this area. There could be 10 in another, you know, and you've found one of them or two. I like the fact that it's kind of telling you, yeah, there's something else here, mm-hmm. you know, poke around a bit more but I wish it wasn't so described where yeah. it's just like, it's a checklist. It's literally a checklist. I, I do like it to a sense, but I still think there's a balance to be had between the the Elden Ring approach where it's just very, very abstract and kind of ambiguous. Um, sometimes a little too much. And then, you know, the far side of it is the Assassin's Creed thing where it's just, you know, you've got, Five types of activity in an area. You've got the the watchtower one, the trailing one, the uh, you know, you've just got mission types. And mm-hmm. Horizon kind of falls into that trap a bit as well. I haven't even Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring came out within a week of each other. I think. Oh right. Horizon for about a week, and then Elden Ring came out, and I, I haven't gone back to it. The other thing as well is, I I I need a I need a new television. Gene? My TV is not designed for 4K games.
0: It's oh, you mean the one in your room? Yeah. 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 Like it, it
2: works fine. It's fine for for 1080p, but stuff that is designed to be played in 4K, I am straining to see stuff. I'm, I'm watching, you know, something squashed down to right. half the size right. it's supposed to be, and I'm my eyesight's fine, but it's just I'm not getting you know any kind of text and stuff on screen. I'm just just straining a little bit. I need a new
0: television. If anybody wants to, it's on my Amazon. You got an you got an Amazon wish list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Brian's feed picks are available. Feed picks are available. We we had the living room painted downstairs. Yeah,
2: um, what happened with the TV?
0: It, it works. Yet? Yeah, it works, okay. it works. like my Good. so for the listener, my mother we put the TV flat somewhere safe and covered it and my mother wasn't aware it was there and something dropped onto it and I was like, she was unaware. There's, there's no getting angry. There's no whatever, but it was just a moment of like, oh shit, like it, it's as much my fault for not like labeling it or something or forewarning. Um, but I thought it was clear when we moved it down the back. That Anyway, um, it works. It's fine. It's okay. But we've got a hole drilled in the wall where the you know, where the cable from the dish comes in and um, goes out again and goes to somewhere else, like literally you know, I don't know, we don't have one of those nice little cable boxes somebody just took a big drill bit and drilled a hole through a wall but they did it like two feet, two and a half feet up off the ground because we used to have you know, big CRTV behind a unit and it didn't make a difference, but now that we've a wall mounted TV, there's just this fucking hole two feet out of the wall, um, I was when we got these guys in, I was like, can you put another hole like three inches above the skirting board so it's a little more discreet and we can tack the cable along the bottom and whatever. And they drilled the hole and they pulled out this like coaxial cable but the ones for the TV or for the the Sky ones are like a sealed crimped connector that they can't get off the end of the thing. And they're just like, yeah, just get the TV guy to come back out and take those off and Put it back on for It's like. Oh. So we can't. Now I have two holes in my wall. <laughs> with one cable <laughs> coming out of it. And it's like. Just get the TV guide to come out. Is. A couple of hundred quid. Right. It's not. Whatever. So. Um, I'm looking online. I think I can get the tool that. Removes. Yeah. These things. And puts them back on for like 20 quid. But it's such. It's such a. It's slightly galling. Because it's Such. A specific tool that I'm going to buy this thing and only use it once, just for this forever. Yeah, it's so funny. I need a I need a PPC coaxial fitting tool, and it's like twenty quid. I can get it, but it's just like, look,
2: Well, like, I, I mean, any. at least then you'll have it. You know, that's that's the. Thing. You could charge other people to to use it or, or to you could, m- you to know, move their cables. Call out it fee to to their cables. Yeah, you could mm. do. That. Get a nice yeah. little side hustle for you.
0: Just get into television maintenance.
2: Just get into yeah, cable management and the networking. Stuff.
0: <laughs> um, anything going on in Cork? Any Christmassy shit happening? Are you going to anything gigs or shows mm, or
2: no, no, no?
0: <laughs> nice, nice restaurants or no. well, you know what I mean? Not, not like um no no nothing anything going on in parks food markets you been climbing
2: no no I was going to go climbing last weekend but there was an Irish bouldering league thing on so I didn't um let me see no
0: just trying to get a sense of if you're availing of the the things on offer in your much loved city the real the capital the city's, huh? it's the city's dead The city's dead
2: It's dead
0: Nothing doing Not much doing though. Um. It's kind of
2: grim I don't know Was I talking about the jazz weekend?
0: No you went to see uh, the, the The new power generation right? I did I went to
2: see I saw three things um, I saw a new power generation hmm that was on the Saturday night. that was great um what was disappointed for these things uh new power generation was in the opera house oh very nice, and they were great they were they, they were they were fantastic the, it was a good crowd everybody was in a good mood um but you were a bit disappointed
0: that they didn't this
2: is point but certain like the there was a guy on stage um to think, was D play? I think he played an instrument as well, but he was also kind of like the MC. So he was doing like a lot of the, the you know, kind of like in, in the nineties, Prince did like kind of some rap stuff in mm. tracks. Um, so there was a guy on stage to like do kind of rapping, rhyming and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've, they played like a truncated version of Get Off, which is one of my, favorite prince songs
0: Mm.
2: and there's kind of a like there's a rap kind of kind of spoken word kind of rap part in get off that they just cut completely it's like we have a guy on stage there specifically to do that Uh, so they played yeah they, they played a shortened version of get off um and then like one of my other favorite prince songs seven uh, they tried to get a sing-along going for it, and the crowd didn't know it. I was the only person. <laughs> I was six. Oh, no. I was right up at the front as well. I was the. I could hear myself, you know. <laughs> like the the guy would sing a little bit of it, and then you know, hand the mic crowd, to you. Kind of finish, <laughs> yeah, and like he might as well have because I was the only person. Um, I, I even I even like I took a video of it, which I can never post because um, I'm the only person singing along, and. I can't hear myself so i'm i'm kind of i'm out of tune so yeah. it sounds awful um yeah it was just funny that like i i thought that was a kind of much loved prince song but i the, the crowd didn't seemingly. seem to know it yeah yeah exactly yeah the, the the band are obviously used to doing you know getting a bit of crowd participation for that one and oh, sorry one sec
0: That's okay. Take your time. Where were we? <sighs> you were disappointed with Prince. You can't point, post that video. You were disappointed with their uh, their editing of Prince's tunes. Not that you were disappointed with Prince.
2: Yeah. Um, on Friday night, I saw
0: Go Go Penguin.
2: don't know if you've heard of them.
0: Oh, cool. Have you heard of them? Nope. nope. <laughs> I think you sent us a I think you sent a clip up, that's why I'm saying. Like ah, okay. I remember you mentioning Go Go Penguin, but I don't know them.
2: Um saw them in the Everyman Theatre. That was on the Friday night. They were excellent. They were a three piece instrumental jazz trip thing. Cool. Um they were great. Oh wait, no, I actually saw four things, actually. Uh oh, her name's on the tip of my tongue.
0: I'm gonna look it up. You posted uh, a couple of games into chat yesterday that you were like, "These are available." I guess yeah, in I might at X buy them price. today.
2: Yeah, maybe not both of them. Uh, maybe well I don't know.
0: They're rarely that
2: cheap, which so they're almost always seventy-five or eighty euro. So now that they're thirty-five, which you know that's a significant price reduction. Yeah, um, Demon Souls remake. Um, and Returnal, which is a kind of a, I don't know if it's procedurally generated or not. I think I'm.
0: What's Returnal about?
2: Returnal is a shooter, third person shooter. I think it's, I don't remember, is it kind of a roguelike procedurally generated thing? So you're 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 trying to you know progress through a, a biome or a level, a certain Mm. kind of particular theme, you can get certain upgrades and kind of power boosts along the way, but like there's usually some type of offset. So like you might get a, you know something like increased rate of fire or increased damage, but there could then potentially be something like you might take like an extra percentage of damage. So you're you're each run you do you're you're kind of weighing up what kind of. Loadout? am I going with in terms of like what types of upgrades am I going to try collect and kind of build my character up to if you die you lose all of them and then when you play again I think the level layout the enemy types will be the same but the locations and the level layout might be different I'm not sure the kind of premise of it is that you're a, an astronaut trapped in some sort of time loop right. so each time oh, you return yeah. it's kind of fun yeah uh, so each time you die and you come back you're 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 you know you're trying to progress a little further break each time and break the loop. Yeah. Um it's kind of very fast paced, kind of arcade style shooters made by Housemark games who that's kind of their specialty. They I trying to remember the names of a couple of the games and I'm blanking on them. But they do kind of retro arcade style shooters this is their kind of first foray into usually it's kind of like a side scroller or something kind of retro style Whereas this their kind of i think it anyways their first foray into a kind of a more modern third person kind of shooter style but uh, it looks great it's kind of fast paced i've heard it's pretty tough but um i think it's maybe one of the most kind of highly rated exclusives on the ps5 so never felt like paying 80 bucks for yeah, for it. yeah. Um, particularly given that you know the type of game it is um I don't know what kind of mileage I'll get out of it but yeah you know I might might buy it for 70 but certainly not 80, 80 but 35 yeah. mm. 35 is 35 is very, very sweet yeah. spot yeah I mean 35 is great nothing's games are rarely that cheap and then the other game is the Demon Souls remake. Demon's Souls was the I think, PS3 game. Um, it was a PlayStation exclusive. It's by From Software. And uh, it, was, it was right before Dark Souls. Dark Souls then was kind of a wasn't platform exclusive. Right. So they're all very much built on Demon Souls. They're quite different, but a lot of the same kind of stuff is in there. Um I never actually played Demon's Souls. I played Dark Souls.
0: Right. One. This is this is the, This um, is a remake
2: then for the PS5, and it looks stunning. I don't know if you
0: that I've lost track of what all the Souls games are, though. You know? Like yeah. That's you say Demon's Souls, Dark Souls. What was the other one? What was there another one?
2: Uh well there's Elden Ring and Bloodborne and Sekiro.
0: And they're I'm sure we've had this before. Are they the same company? They're all from software. Yeah. Or are they just the same? No, or they're they all th- from are software. the same kind of concept? They're all from software.
2: Okay. Yep. Um, cool. You know, I'm, I'm sure like the, the the kind of purist will tell me that Dark Souls and Demon Souls are very, very different. And they mm. are in a lot of ways, but essentially, I mean, there's how, also
0: a framework. Yeah. Play and there.
2: It's, it basically, Demon Souls was a PlayStation exclusive. It was massively well-received it was kind of a bit of a throwback to kind of older more hardcore kind of more punishing game types but it was it was really well received but i think it was rigid i think originally it wasn't even released outside of japan it was only because it's got so much kind of word of mouth i don't know if they did they must have released it in the end i think in the west but they had no original plans no original plans to release it in the west i think it was just only because people kind of bought it on import and were raving about it Mm. um but from software their audience was limited because it was uh they made it exclusively for playstation so then they made dark souls which is kind of built on a lot of the you know the the kind of die lose your your in-game currency lose your shit have a chance to kind of get it back um a of the same kind of design mechanics and sensibilities are in there in Dark Souls, um, except they weren't then console exclusive, so they were free to kind of release the game on multi-platform. Um, but that was one of the first games they showed off for the PS5, was the Demon Souls remake. And I don't know if you've seen it. I'm sure you have. It looks stunning. I'm sure I've
0: seen clips, but the thing is that without having without being kind of ingrained in the, the game lore a bit, it the I think I could pick Sekiro out from a Demon's Soul. You know what I mean? Well, well the, start the, to look the thing with Demon's Souls
2: is that, like, just even, like I said, it was one of the first games they showed off for the PS5, and just straight away it was just... It was a jump between like whatever the latest thing on, on
1: yeah. PS4 was, you know? Um, yeah,
2: that is usually... Not 80, but it's usually around 75 as well, I think. And that is currently 35, so... I might pick that up Wow, while. Oh, it's cheap.
0: I started playing... Uh, Forecast for uh, Day
2: is uh, just non-stop rain, so I might as well is it? go buy
0: right. it. If you're it. looking for enablement, enabling, um, I got you, bro. Uh, you should absolutely... <laughs> I rarely need it, to be wood. honest. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, I, I usually don't need encouragement to... Self indulge.
0: Um, big news in my video game world. Uh, Don't say it. Warzone 2 yeah. came out. <laughs> and uh, oh. I uh, spent three days downloading many, many gigabytes of information um, because it was like preload so you can play instantly. And I did that on a Monday. And then I opened the thing again. And even though I downloaded 20 gigs, it immediately started downloading another 20. And I'm like, didn't I do this yesterday? And it's like, nope, it needed another. And then when I turned it on finally, when it became playable it wanted to download more stuff and then it told me i needed to install new drivers for my graphics oh, card Jesus and um it, it took a while but it was fun uh it's it's nice to have some change and then they've built on some cool stuff it's got uh is this a new El map Azra or map? what's the story new map new, map. new yeah. map um the map that has been in there for a while is called caldera it's kind of a, a pacific theater of war kind of thing um it, people have not liked it it's very um, one of the sort of things they they talk about in it is that like there's a lot of open space with not much points of interest to play in and around um, and not enough landmarky things to really make it like feel like a feature oh head to the thing and then set up and you, you kind of learn like so people didn't quite like the caldera map and it was also built around a volcano which is you know the caldera of it all but it meant that you're just constantly running uphill and people are shooting down and there's always this sense of like you always just felt like you had a wall in front of you on that map so it's nice to be in a, a different environment and they've reintroduced some features like you know there's a train knocking around the island and or the the space and um that was always a fun drop on the verdansk map being able to uh to say, let's let's drop straight in on that train. and It's a moving target and you're running up down the line. Of the, there's a lot of loot on it. Um, the vehicles are fun. Uh, they introduced fuel. So uh, you can run out of fuel. You can take a lot of damage. You can repair the vehicle and you can refuel the vehicle. Um, they've got some cool helicopters in to begin with. They've got a little light one, but they've also got this big motherfucker. Um, that, you know, you you walk into and hop up into the like if you hop out of the pilot seat you are in the back cabin of this thing that then hovers and it's like a little parachute platform that you can jump out of and i learned that the hard way because i was trying to like crash it into something by jumping out of it the way people you know like you bail out and Mm -hmm. it goes and i jumped out of it and i was like oh that fucking thing's just staying up there oh and so i i left my helicopter in a sort of hover state Uh, It'll run out of fuel and whatever. But um, it's good fun running around a new map. But I guess I mention it as well because uh, a lot of the people jumping into it will have been kind of like a little more set up because the characters and the weapons are all being sort of like leveled up through buying the new Modern Warfare game for 70, 80 quid and playing that multiplayer angle on that for an age. And I just wasn't prepared to... Drop seventy quid to get access to leveling up characters, leveling up guns. So I, I do feel a little behind the curve on it. Um, but I've also got such a shitty internet connection that uh, it's still just going for a walk with my mates. You know, like I'm I'm the canary. You know, I walk into danger zones, maybe break a plate on somebody, get killed because my connection is shit, and then the boys come back in behind me and. Uh, it, clear the space I go by the canary (laughs) Um, it's fun I don't know like I know it's it's as much as anything it's a joke to say I'm still playing Call of Duty Warzone but it is fun it is fun
2: I I get the appeal behind them I'm always kind of tempted to dip in, but I just, I don't know. They just. Even stuff I love has a hard time holding my attention, you know? (laughs) Just feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: No, and it's. it's, I've put about
2: 50 hours into Hollow Knight, and I have a little bit left in it, I think. I'm loving it. mm. It's fantastic, but. I I also just sort of get my fill of it, and then yeah, then I'm done. You know.
0: I hear you. I I this comes back to the. I mean, maybe maybe I I don't feel that this entirely. Remember when you I was telling you about how I was playing Bayonetta, and you said you're playing it wrong. You you were, and and I, I mean I, that in the I, least I, condescending I, way. It's just it's and yeah. and yeah. that's exactly the way you phrase it then yeah. as well. But I I I kind of. I kind of feel that way about your approach to Call of Duty because, but like because the, of how what I take from yep. it, because I don't give a shit about the game. I'm just and and like that, that hanging out that, with my friends. That's kind of hours. the thing
2: with you know. I'm just kind of. I don't know if this is necessarily true. I'm just kind of maybe thinking of it for the first time. But is it that a story sustains me more through something? Hmm. And that storytelling doesn't. It doesn't have to be like very explicit or narrative. It could be like the could be environmental storytelling, you know, it could be, Mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to be dialogue and text and things like that, but like I've dropped off Elden Ring. I'm very close to the end of that. And I Mm -hmm. probably, like they'll, I'm sure they're going to release DLC for it and I'll probably pick that up and I'll probably finish the main game and then then do that. I probably will get back into it. But that tells the story in a much more abstract way. So mm. there's a point where you know the other type of storytelling like I said whether it's environmental or or whatever that's only going to carry me so far probably as much as I'm enjoying yeah. something um and then with bayonetta it's got like just a nonsensical story, mm. but the way that gameplay is structured is every level you're kind of in you're essentially in little mini arena. It's a little mini encounter and it's it's usually a new enemy type. So you're introduced to new enemy types and each enemy type is its own kind of combat puzzle challenge. And then subsequent mm-hmm. ones are, okay, well, how do you handle that enemy paired with this enemy? That kind of thing. But it's all this little kind of, you know, micro moments. And each encounter, if you're doing each encounter right, it's only going to last you two to three minutes. And then you're ranked for your your performance in each one and the game is essentially like the game loop is just running from those encounters one to the next there's a bit of level design there's there's an environment or whatever whether it's a city or whatever but you're essentially going from one combat encounter to the next and then the replayability in it is improving your performance it kind of rates it out of it uses them because it's made by platinum games Mm. The top mark you can get basically is pure platinum then platinum and then it's gold, silver, bronze and stone being the, the very worst. And the goal on subsequent playthroughs is, is to try to get pure platinum for every every encounter in the game. So the difference there is something like Elden Ring or God of War where you know the, the story's got to kind of carry you through the gameplay loop and then you have something like Bayonetta or you know Warzone yeah. where it's it's just these much kind of smaller more obvious encounters, encounters experiences. And yeah, yeah, yeah
0: yeah and that that's that's it it is the like I don't know just like we had a I don't know. Like, is this is this entertaining to listen to? But like, we had a we had a moment where there was you know three of us in, and one guy found himself slightly cornered, and I was in a position to come up on the house that these two guys that I had my buddy pinned in were. They pushed on him, but didn't realize that I was behind and just took their high position. And as they're pushing him, I just start laying into them, and suddenly they're running for cover. Paddy jumps into the building across the way. Ryan sets up to the right of us. So now we've got them pinned down. And we can see the one way to get out. And suddenly you're talking to each other. And it's just a, like there was so much shite and wandering and just aimlessness. And then suddenly we came together with a focus and pinned these two. It was just a lovely turnaround, you know. And, and when it works like that, when you go, we're doing a thing. Yeah, and like know, the, the a kind good of, of gameplay
2: is emergence then from the,
0: you know, the yeah.
2: scenario, and that scenario can be different every time because you're you're playing against real people, and you're playing with other people, and
0: yeah, I guess
2: like I I do I do
0: enjoy that. I just don't. Uh, no, I understand it. If it's if it's not for you, it's not for you. Like, it's not even like, yeah. It's not even that it's not. Like like those, for me. Those, it's just it's not something. I like don't kind go of, for them demon souls games, yep. you know. So it's it's kind of the same thing. I or, or taste, I guess.
2: One of the big draws for me, kind of playing games, has always been the like the artwork and the aesthetic, you know. Mm. So I know that is present in something like Modern Warfare and stuff, but the the kind of goal there is to recreate. Yeah, no, I'd agree with you. Kind of real world military kind of stuff, and that's less less appealing to my
0: my brain. I have no interest in that, and I, I, I get it. Like, whereas I get Demon Souls as
2: a you know it's a dark medieval fantasy or something, and it's
0: yeah, yeah. I kind of get annoyed with like the people that are really into it because I just don't actually enjoy fetishizing the military. I think it's a, I think it's a bad instinct. I that was something that really pulled me out of for the military.
2: Um, it's just so apparent that that's yeah. that's all it is. It's that is all it is. Like it's it's a recruitment ad. Recruiting. It really is. Yeah. It's just and like that's fine. But I just I was much more interested I, in the film in the first fifteen minutes where I thought I thought it was it's just a much more interesting kind of arc that you've got this guy who who lives to fly doesn't fit in this regimented thing so like what's a natural progression for his character is like test pilot you know a guy pushing pushing the the limits of what's possible you know and that I was much more interested in in that film than what was basically just a remake of of the first one
0: actually you know as you say that uh, it does feel like we came in at the end of a better film
2: Go completely, yeah.
0: I, I never, I never actually thought about that. I, I in that moment, I thought about the fact that I would have preferred if Ed Harris had played the John Hamm role because I just want more Harris yep. on screen. Um, but as you say it, I'm like, oh, I would have much enjoyed, much preferred to see a film ending with him breaking in to steal the thing to break Mach Ten, and you know, still have to bail and and be a. Uh, picked up in the desert somewhere you know going where the hell am I and someone goes like that whole thing is fun but it could have been the end of the yep. movie yeah um, and like it,
2: it still could have you know fulfilled every kind of goal they had of it being about practically shooting these these kind of aerial scenes they could have had him do all that except to be a, you know a test pilot thing um yeah yeah much more interested <laughs> in that film than, than what it ended up being I think that's why I couldn't get into it.
0: I will say I did enjoy Top Gun Maverick, but the
2: more I think about e- it, the more yeah. I dislike it. Is the thing <laughs> I was bored at no. the time, and the more I think about it, the more I'm kind of like, fuck that film, I hate it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. <laughs> I just, I do think you're kind of right on. Um, I loved that fucking hypersonic yet and the way it was shot mm-hmm. and the and the design of it as well the yeah earth bit was, yeah, cool. It was cool yeah it's got a great yeah um, that's interesting
2: maybe that's what they'll do for the next one because it's been <laughs> it's probably was it like one of the most successful films this year it's like still yeah. four months later it's in the box office still so there's no way that's not getting a, a sequel you think they do another one of those oh, definitely yeah it's his biggest hit in fucking decades it's his first billion-dollar one, isn't it? I think. I think oh, it is. It's interesting as I well. I think it is. I don't know. If, maybe I'm wrong. I think it is. Um, yeah, there's no way they don't make another one, but they also won't do the test pilot the thing. They'll just do another.
0: Yeah. Why fuck with another it mission? Got another... <laughs>
2: yeah. Or maybe the trick is to yeah. wait ten years before they, they do it again. Yeah. He'll be seventy he be then, though. No <laughs> seventy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but hang, hang on, okay. Is to, is, is the, is the, the no is time. the first Top Gun set in a? Do they say when it's set specifically? Because the, there's no way they can't tell us that's not set in the 80s. Like even if they don't uh, want to be, like they can't they can't retcon it and say no that was 90.
0: No, yeah. they have to have put a fucking year yeah. on it because just even the equipment and the, the yeah antagonists and uh, so they, like they say what's the oldest after he can or... be
2: in in Top Gun? his you know early 20s and this film is literally 40 years later so he's got to be 60 in Maverick
0: (laughs) right? 40 years later I don't like this game it's hurting my feelings
2: 1986 36 years yes yes 36 yeah. years yeah,
0: yeah. This, this progression of time game is not fun it's not fun uh, will you see Avatar I think so I, the more I see of it the more I'm, I'm kind of annoyed by it I, I the, the sincerity mm. that these characters are exuding towards me m- makes me go get fucked like there's there's something. It insists on itself. <laughs> yeah. kind of does that does that make it it sort does. Of sense? Yeah, no, to it, it absolutely does. Yeah. See, seeing these characters a decade later, so earnestly.
2: And like the trailer, the, talking the, about the how music mystical and magical. The music in the are, trailer is like, great. The visuals are great. But I'm just like, no, fuck you. I'm not.
0: I'm not falling. I'm for not this coming again. back.
2: No. I'm not coming back.
0: Uh, no. Will you go see no. it? You won't. No. no. I, the cinematic event of a lifetime. I do
2: not wish to see it. No. For the same reasons as you know, Black Panther Two. It just doesn't feel like I need to.
0: You know. Hmm. Me. I hear you. I I completely hear you it's it's weird it is it's weird he's made this fucking thing his life's goal. I wish he'd made I don't know. he's having his fun so yeah, leave him to it i suppose yep. like he's
2: he's a, he's a good director, and mm. he's got an approach to action that is a more old school type of action. it's old cinema kind of action.
0: Um, so what do you mean by that?
2: It's action in a kind of a narrative and rhythm sense, first. And the visual part is secondary. And that's not to say that visually it can't be, you know, iconic or eye-catching. But it's coming from
0: the rhythm and the
2: event first. Um, So it's action in the sort of Seven Samurai or Last of the Mohicans sense.
0: Which is good. Mm. But. But something about this. Uh, this just doesn't grab you to go and see it though.
2: Well, look, when, when it's Seven Samurai or the Mohicans, you know, it doesn't need to be flashy.
0: Mm.
2: When it's About. Blue alien cat people and giant robot suits. I'd like it to be a bit more stylish and interesting.
0: Do you think there's any part of him that th- regrets the design that he landed on? Um, like it feels like he's stuck with that aesthetic rather than. I, I to me, know, I would feel I, stuck. I think with if it you, than I think if we were to compare
2: them, they've probably changed quite a lot since yeah I suppose um, we haven't really seen this film yet but I think they've probably tweaked it and refined it quite a bit um, they've either made them less elongated or they've kept them kind of elongated but they've maybe fleshed them out a bit a little more so they look less like a pipe cleaner maquette or something because <laughs> that's yeah, kind they of were the very skinny, yeah they? they were too skinny didn't really work Cats aren't that skinny. Like, it just didn't make sense for them to be... They were too skinny.
0: That wiring. Yeah. They really were. Strange they um, choice. They did release... A re- did you, you didn't go and see the remastering of... Where they did the re-release of it? No. No. Yeah. That was there, but weirdly not... Like, I don't feel like it was pushed. Well, maybe I'm...
2: I, I also just don't like that he feels like he's entitled to have you know the title of top grossing it feels like that's all he's gunning for every time you know and that's why they've kept re-releasing it is because something else pips it and he's like oh let's re-release it again and get a couple more dollars because he wants that that title that title and it's just like you <laughs> just
0: didn't quit it yeah
2: that's, that's one of the main reasons
0: I'm not going to see it his sense of entitlement.
2: like you said? He insists upon itself. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's it's so like that is a, that's a what that's a Family guide yeah. quote. But I've, it's, I've it's never right. I've never felt it more accurate yeah. than when I thought of Avatar 2 and went. Yeah, I th- these characters are just looking at me. It's just, it's the same thing. Like it, it's not actually it's not quite the same thing. But Black Adam, it, you know, it is. It is tried to insist upon yeah. itself, but. It, it it wasn't insisting upon itself everybody involved in its production was insisting upon it so much that I'm like I don't believe you I don't believe no matter I know enough to know that this movie polished or not high fucking budget cast or not the fucking rock or not this isn't good <laughs> Black Adam I can judge this book by its cover.
2: You can. You know what you're getting from the rock in a film, you know? Yeah. He's He's not exactly got a whole lot of range. Doesn't matter what he's playing, he's he's gonna be the same thing mm. every time.
0: You know? Yeah. Do you think he do you think he ever pivots into like here's my dramatic role? He kind of has to, right? At a certain point, you're just like, "I'm."
2: Um, I'm sure. He, I'm 60. sure. Aronofsky will fucking pick him up for something, as he does, you know, when he's age appropriate. um
0: Has he worked with Aronofsky before? No, but I'm just saying, you know, or you Aronofsky, Aronofsky kind of, Aronofsky? you know,
2: Mickey Rourke and the wrestler, and now Brendan Fraser and yeah. the whale. Um,
0: is has that is that viewable? Is that seeable yet? Like, is it good or is it just hype? But again, this is another thing.
2: Like, before he made The Whale, I just felt like I'm being bombarded with the Brendan Fraser sympathy train, you know? And it's it's yeah. it's even more so now. It's, he's like GQ's, I don't know, he's on the cover of GQ or something. And he's yeah. their man I of the, the year video. or something like that. And I'm just fucking, it's yeah. been fucking crammed down my throat. It's like, love Brendan Fraser. Love him again. Love him. I like, Love him. I did.
0: I never yeah. stopped loving Brendan Fraser. He won me over with Encino Man, with the Mummy, yeah. with with George, George of the, of the jungle. fucking jungle. <laughs> I've always loved Brendan Fraser. Yeah. I don't know why you're insisting I should now. I every time I see him yeah. I have nothing but affection for the guy. At this point I am a little bit like either shave your head or get a fucking wig or something. Like this fucking this you know homeless cat look you've got going isn't helping anything you know like that's really superficial but like he doesn't need to have this dragged through a bush wispy shit going on right am I nuts
2: it's the least of my concern with
0: it <laughs> I a hundred percent hundred i I just sometimes you see people in the world. But like, I know that aesthetics is not a big issue, but it's like all you got to do is that, and anyway,
2: award shows are political campaigns. They they campaign for them in the same way someone does, and that's kind of what we're getting at the moment. And I'm just fucking, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just, I've got a strong knee jerk reaction to.
0: Being told, just being told over yeah, just, just and over when and over, something yeah.
2: just kind of has, just even a hint of insincerity to it, I'm just like, yeah, I don't want it. Get it away from me.
0: I don't think that the intent or the drive to cast Brendan Fraser in a role that gives him room to flex, do a good job, earn him some, some I don't know, credibility or or clout. I don't think that this is insincere. I do think that the media push. After it, where they they've now decided that this is a meme to get behind, that's the thing that I'm like, would you fucking stop? Like, the internet loved Brendan Fraser. Oh, he's so pure. He's so. It just feels
2: calculated.
0: He, even yes. even
2: before this, I, I like there was. I think I don't know. If she liked fucking president of the Brendan Fraser fan club or something. But she had a. A Zoom a call, with him. yeah. And yeah. she's told him like how much support, kind of. Yeah, i was just like, where did this come from? This is just. Yeah. Why am I seeing this? Yeah. It's just it, like it really does feel like it's being funneled towards us, you know. I don't like it. Like him, don't like it. Yeah. Mm all that to say that uh, The Rock yeah I'm sure at some point he'll you know his currency will be some... worthless, and he'll need to pivot
0: he'll do his dramatical turn I started the West Wing again is that your comfort watching? it's a little bit yeah um, sometimes towards the end of the year I'll put on like it would it be the Harry Potter movies or the like like an audio book of it but in the last year or two, like we just said with Frasier, Sky have kind of latched onto the idea that in the same way that at a certain point people latched onto the idea that Die Hard was a Christmas movie. And once they start insisting on Harry Potter or Christmas movies, and for the entire month of November and December there's a Harry Potter channel that's just gonna play the Harry Potter movies. I'm like, okay, well you kinda of oversaturated the thing I liked to do, and now I don't want to do it anymore, you know? Um so I put on the West Wing. And I always skip the first episode. Why? I oh, I, I, I intentionally I started. At, yeah, I always just started in the scene where uh, where Bartlett walks in. Toby. Right. Yeah, I just started at that scene because I think that there's stuff in that first episode that might have been, um, might have been news to people in 1994 or five. Like or the term POTUS yeah someone called POTUS is ringing you and I'm like I don't need this explained yeah. to me by Rob Lowe yeah and I don't need him finding out that she's a call girl I don't need the
2: it's very pilot yeah.
0: it's so piloty and it's like hey I didn't go to this law school and that law school and graduate top of my class so that I could carry coffee to you the department head of this and the others like everybody's telling everybody their credentials and their roles and I don't need it I always I, I watched it twice and was, the was second time I was like I enjoyed that no better the second time. I'm just skipping to the good scene at the end.
2: Conversely, I've been watching Arrested Development again. and right. that, I don't think I can go back to
0: that. Really? Yeah. That's, I watched it so much. Nah, and I, then I was kind of so frustrated by the subsequent yeah. like revisit season. That's a great pilot.
2: There, there, there's yes. a point in that where I feel like I'm on episode two and there's still ten Five, ten minutes left, and it's only 21 minutes long. <laughs> it's a fucking great pilot. There's so much crammed in there. And it makes you care about, you know... The people? Yeah, just like, you know, Michael is expecting a promotion. And, you know, he cares about his family and his son and he's single dad. And he gets... Screwed over, and then it just even his dad's reasons for yeah, for screwing yeah. him over, and it's just it's a great pilot, it's fantastic. Yeah, he
0: he does hang dogs so well.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: he's got some of the funniest moments in the
2: show, and he's he's the straight man. It's just
0: mm. it's fantastic. <laughs> I do think about the um the um show to my house tomorrow wearing a maid's uniform. Well, there's no way to misinterpret that. <laughs> Yes, there was. <laughs> <laughs> Except the one or something like that, isn't it? <laughs> uh. I've seen uh, TikTok has started to discover Spaced. There's some clips of that mm. popping up. People lip syncing to that. Hasn't aged well. It is funny when Spaced. Yeah, yeah it was, it was, I loved it dearly. I, d- I did too. I still I, do.
2: Like I, it, it was right up my street when I first kind of stumbled upon it. It was just... Yeah. So referencing but, all the things that's I love. Very reference based. Yeah. It just
0: yeah, yeah. Anything that's very reference based is doomed to. You know, like there is a part of me when Neil Brennan goes, you know, Burr Mulaney, whatever. When they like, I, I, there was a, another example I was listening to. You mentioned somebody, and people are going to not know who that is. You know, like. The, I saw a trailer for the what looks like the cast of Grace and Frankie doing the old man, what was it called? Um, it's not leaving Las Vegas. Las Vegas, you know, where they got like all the older actors and they're like, they're going to break out of the home and go to Vegas one last time and there'll be an emotional bit because somebody's, you know, dying or whatever the hell, you know. They're taking back their power. It's it's a type. It's an archetype movie. It's a it's a anyway. And um, it looks like the cast of Grace and Frankie doing it to go to the Super Bowl. You know, bunch of old ladies going to the Super Bowl. But like, there's like, you know, it's referring to specific players. You know, it's like, oh, this is your Gronk fan fiction. And it's like, I kind of know that something Gronkowski is a fucking footballer from. I don't know. Disney from Conan. But nobody's that's going to fucking fade you know you've made a you've made a you've made a transient piece of art you've made a, a a piece of art with a lifespan you know um i think i said to you the um there's a moment in a bond movie i think it's dr no there's a moment where he walks past a painting looks at it and looks at dr no and it's not not a word is said but what you're supposed to understand is that painting had just been stolen from the national gallery in, in the UK and it was you know this is a little nudge nudge wink wink but it's like nudging and winking only works if you have the context otherwise you're just like I don't get it what was that that was weird you know Um, so that I guess is to say that as much as I love Spaced um, some of the Matrix shit is so specific to that year that The Matrix sequels had come out as well, and um, it was 99 as well, so the second season was like 99 or 2000, so it was just after Phantom Menace and probably The Matrix as well. I think the
2: second season, he's burning all his toys, isn't it? Is that the second? Yeah, yeah.
0: They're doing the Jedi bit. You went there at the beginning, fuck off with your pocket money. Yeah, you wouldn't sell the kid the Jar Jar Binks toy um there's great stuff in it it's just there's part of me that's like this is this is uh it has a lifespan mm-hmm. new audiences won't get but yeah. um i don't know I, I my love of reaction videos goes on but and the i thing saw is, I, I think i a group think of new Americans audiences watching Shaun might of the get Dead it for the first time
2: i think new audiences might get it but it just only works once is the yeah. thing um yeah, it's only fresh once, and it depends a lot on that freshness. It's so stylistically driven mm. that it was interesting for a TV show, kind of late night, to have that kind of style to it. But then once you've seen it once, it's it, it's you know same as all the right stuff. Really, is it's it really is style over substance? You know, um, mm. I think that's that's it more so than the just it being referential. Because lots of things are like Wayne's world is still funny and there's lots of references in it, you know, but it's still funny Mm. because it's, yeah, I don't think the reference is dated as much actually as it being so style oriented. That once you get past, once you've seen it, you've
0: seen it, you know. Right. Did you, um, did you watch, um, did you Midnight in Soho. That's the question. Yeah, no. uh, it's not Midnight in Soho, is it? It's last night in Soho. I don't know. Something in Soho. <laughs> I, I think. It, I think it's last night because it's like, did it happen last night or was it this person's last night? It's kind of that sort of. Yeah, no,
2: I haven't watched it, so I wouldn't
0: anyway. know that. Yeah, uh, I, last I, night in no, Soho. Nor have I. I haven't watched it either, which is kind of surprising. Say again, because it's got things I like. I. I feel like I should have watched it. I'm a big, Wright fan. But I haven't. I haven't watched it. That's because deep down you know it's, it's not very good.
2: You know it to be true.